0: Yeah, Yeah, here here. we're fine. Today's episode of Crustacean Chat. (laughs) Crustacean chat are oysters and Clams the same thing, or did you say mussels?
1: Clams. No, I said clams. I could go for some clam chowder. I think
2: all oysters are yeah. clams, but not all clams are oysters. Is that how it works? No.
1: <laughs> what it, uh, They're all th-
0: sea bugs, is really what they are.
1: Favorite kind of chowder.
0: Chowder? I like, I like Rhode Island, although I have a hate relationship with that on account of that one time I spilled <laughs> an entire container of Rhode Island clam chowder all over myself one time when I was at Iggy's with Luke.
1: And then I roasted him for the entire drive home. With, With,
0: like, uh, seafood puns. (laughs) I like, uh, if I'm going to pick one, Massachusetts. Massachusetts.
2: Tomato base. Oh, I thought that was
0: Manhattan. That's Manhattan.
1: Oh, Manhattan.
0: Because you have Manhattan, New England, and Rhode Island. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Manhattan is the... My uncle used to make a mean Manhattan. I'm a Manhattan
1: guy. Yeah? Yeah. I definitely am not in New England. New England's my least favorite. Is it? I'd say Rhode um, Island is very good. I, best, I, it's yeah. close to Manhattan. Rhode Island, that clear shit, I love yeah, it. Yeah, I
0: prefer the clear. Yeah, because I, th- I think the heavy cream in it and stuff, yeah, like look, if you eat too much of it, that'll get your, tum- your, your stomach your turning tummy. pretty. Mm-hmm. your
2: tum-tum <laughs> yeah. some bad bads. Yes, for real. Make However, the, the best is, you take the best made bowl and you have one bowl. New England, I think, is the best. When it's done the best, it is the best.
0: Right, yeah. When it's because like it's so runny, runny and it's separated rich cream. And it's, yeah. yeah, New England it's nasty, yeah. in its best – I'll agree with that. In its best form, New England clam chowder. But if I'm picking a daily
1: driver – I like Rhode Island because go, it's like corn, a tide pool. I'm corn chowder. Corn chowder. <laughs> corn, chowder. <laughs> corn, chowder. <laughs> corn chowder. I'm not into it. Shout I'm, out to I'm corn in chowder. No, I'm into, into it. 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 It's okay.
0: But clam chowder, like I like the – maybe it's part of being a New Englander. I like the taste of the sea. You know what I'm saying? I like that salty. There's ease.
2: almost never enough clams in any
0: of those, though. No, I know. And you if there is, it, you're you paying make, top dollar. Yeah, you got to make yourself to make it right. You got to... You, I, I got a clam guy. I'll Do hook you, you up. <laughs> I got a... Yeah, I got a guy.
2: On. Sarah Cleva's boyfriend. Owns a shipping vessel. Yeah. I think he does quahogs, though. What's well, a quahog? Is that a clam? Uh, I think that's a clam. I don't know, I think know, that's a man. type of clam? I think is
1: that's it? a type of clam. That's like the clams on Family Guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that where they live?
0: Yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> but yes. I don't know. We should look that up. Yeah. We're anyway. recording all this, by the way. This is all okay. All been recorded, so welcome to Get in the Garage, a music podcast about quahogs. Mmm, delicious. Um, Today, we're going to talk about, well... Let me back that up. Yeah. We're,
1: we're going to talk we're, about Chowder. We're going to talk about <laughs> Chowder.
0: No. So Rolling Stone Magazine released the 500 greatest songs of all time. It has caused a little bit of a reaction, podcast, YouTube video sort of
1: wave. People are talking about People it. People
0: are talking about it, though. Who's that dude? Who's that YouTube guy we were talking about? Remember, that's uh, like. this is Anthony Fantano. The music's ring. <laughs> yeah, right. So I saw a thing he had posted i think a, a video about that so but anyway we thought we would talk about the rolling stones top 500 greatest songs we're not going to talk about all 500 of course top 20 the top 20 but to back it up a little bit jesus
2: the microphone a and bad, the conversation
0: bad mic etiquette sorry
2: so this 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 new list came out two weeks ago yeah the original list came out in 2004 and then they did an updated yeah. list in 2010 I have the magazine, I forgot to bring it over Luke has the magazine The list between 2004 and 2010 There were some adjustments There were some new additions But for the most part it was pretty much the same list as 2004 Same batch of songs This latest um, Out of the 500 choices 254 of them Were, were not on the original list In 2004 hmm. So over half the list Was not on the original list um, this is because instead of just taking votes from um, music editors and journalists, they took a lot more input from artists themselves and A&R people and talent people and et cetera, et cetera. So it's a much more diverse list, a lot more black representation, a lot more female representation, a lot more 20th, 21st century representation because yeah. in the, I think on the t- 2004 list, I think there were like three songs. from. I mean, it had only been four years, but um even in the hip-hop era like from the mid 80s on there was very few songs and on this new update it's like packed with that kind of stuff yeah it's much more reflective of how things stand today and what tastes are today and not just the views of a bunch of 65 year old white guys in 2004 yeah basically
0: Yeah. yeah 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 and i i don't know i'm a bit of a glutton for punishment like i love these lists i hate these lists I hate that I love (laughs) these lists. You know what I'm saying? In the way that it's like... Because I think when I read these, like, look at these... You know, it's the same thing with, like, greatest guitar players of all time and stuff like that. Like, I think I have an idea of who sits where. And it's always interesting to, like, check in and be like, oh, this is the list that, I guess, decides what we put where. You know? I I mean, we have our... Obviously, you know. You know what I'm
2: trying to say? I think where we start is what is the definition of greatest. For me... Right. Greatness is not best or favorite. Greatness is the biggest impact. Yeah, because like the best, blah blah blah. It's all subjective. Greatest to be, should be reflective of like, did this music really influence a lot of other things? Did yeah, it change yeah. a lot of things? Did it open up conversations? Did it? Is are these songs that people's grandkids are going to be singing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Yeah. Because you know, you make nobody can make a best list, or you can't you can't really poll a group of people for a best list. But I think greatness can be measured in that kind of impact. Yeah. What? But, but we'll see. We'll talk about these top twenty. There are some songs that uh, we will debate if they are actually great or if they're I should say as great as they are on this list. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't we get into it?
1: Yeah. Let's get.
2: Do we into do, it? Can we read? the top 20 down and
0: then yeah I can, afterwards I, I can read them down real quick okay so at number 20 you have dancing on my own by robin then you have imagine by john lennon purple rain prince bohemian rhapsody queen crazy in love beyonce featuring jay-z i want to hold your hand the beatles waterloo sunset by the kinks give me shelter the rolling Stones. superstition stevie wonder god only knows the beach boys hey Ya" yeah, outcast dreams Fleetwood mac get your freak on missy elliott Strawberry Fields Forever, The Beatles, What's Going On, Marvin Gaye, Smells Like Team Spirit, Nirvana, Like a Rolling Stone, Bob Dylan, A Change Is Gonna Come, Sam Cooke, Fight the Power, Public Enemy, and number one, Respect by Aretha Franklin, getting those propers. Um,
1: (laughs) Did I count you down to the three? Yes. Yeah, actually. (laughs) Very cool. Thank you, Andre 3000. Can can we –
2: let's first talk about on that top 20 – what songs appear that you are like, nope, doesn't make sense to be in the top twenty I mean uh, I
1: think number twenty. Let's all like shout that one out. What? Uh Robin at number Dancing
0: twenty Dancing on my own, I don't know. I that's not I
1: know it. It's a it
0: was a big okay.
1: it was a big hit,
0: but but like that next to imagine well it just for, that, it, it kind of makes let, me scratch my let's, head let's
1: list them and then we'll talk okay so, so that any other ones that's that stick the, out to you that's the first one that sticks out to me the other um do any for of... me waterloo sunset
2: as the 14th <sighs> greatest song of all time <laughs> yeah yeah the weird one
0: it's no not. offense
2: to kinks you have a bunch of great songs uh, uh top four number 14 yeah, that. Well, way- I don't know,
1: because Luke, I feel like see, you're, I have, you're a kinks guys. So... I have reasons to argue its greatness and sure. why I think it's great, and I could see why people would say that it's probably their best song. Do how
2: do we feel about "Strawberry Fields Forever" being the highest rated Beatles song? Um,
1: I don't know about that. No, nah, I think it is. I think it's their artistic high point. You do? Yeah, I absolutely. I think it. Okay. I don't think they got any arts here or like more inventive. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like there. Yeah. It's the it's the it's a, it's a very high water mark.
0: And okay. not for nothing, there's literally like, like uh, private neighborhoods named after Strawberry sure. Fields. Yeah, like we live. Like we If there. we're measuring greatness, like yeah. we were saying, you know, right, influence right. and everything like that, Strawberry Fields are literally like places now. So how,
2: how about the f- top five? Do we feel good about those top five? Respect, I think... fight the power, change to come, like a rolling stone. And smells like it smells like Teen
1: Spirit. Smells like Teen Spirit. Oh, it is a great, it's, it is a immensely popular song, but is it great? I don't, I, th- I don't think so.
0: Is it great? Maybe, well, it's great in the way that, like, it I listened it to launched...
1: Nevermind today, and or uh, the other day, and it was the stinkiest song for me on the whole record, I think. Right. But, but, but the
2: song itself started a decade of that music.
1: Yes. Right, but is it the fifth greatest song like that? I don't uh, think so. I don't know.
0: I think top 20, yes, but top five, maybe not for me. Maybe not.
2: How do we feel about "Get Your Freak On" at number eight? That one was kind of a curveball
0: for me, but I at the same time, if you think about the influence and the fact that it was—I mean, aside from what like Lil Kim, Missy Elliott kind of came out guns a-blazing and being like a major influence for like female rap artists mm -hmm. and stuff.
1: See that for me, like Missy Elliott being in the top twenty isn't like a thing for me. Mm -hmm. But for me, it's I can't stand the rain. Is the way more freaky, Uh like out there you know, song by her. That's like the more like one I think is influential or like,
0: get your freak on. I, th-
1: I, I listened the to one? these all again. Um,
2: get your freak on. I think makes sense because the beat is all world music is all like tabla and Indian stuff. Mm, okay. It came out, I think 2001. It still sounds like if this came out today, you'd be like, what is this futuristic? shit? <laughs> <laughs> it's like so ahead of its time.
1: You're right. It still sounds like it could be a new single.
2: Yeah. You're right. I always thought that Work It was the better song, but I I listened to them both, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I think Get Your Freak On is the better. It's like, it's crazier, and it's just...
0: Yeah, because that...
2: It's got a great hook, too. It's more... It opens more musical doors, I think.
0: Yeah, and I think Work work It came later, or a year later. Right. But, yeah. I mean, it was definitely when I saw that, I was kind of like, oh... Oh, okay. But I don't hate it, you Can know. I, I'm not mad at it.
2: All right, let me defend Robin's Dance on My Own. So Dance on My Own came out I think 2010 and um it's basically like you know how that whole era of music from 1976 to like 1983, the Gloria Gaynor stuff, the Donna Summer stuff, um the who's the one Diana Ross stuff, the disco like torch anthem, uh, like sad songs that are with happy backgrounds and that juxtaposition like this Robin track is the new version of that. And for people who like dance music and like that kind of music club music, et cetera, et cetera, gay clubs, uh, especially this song is like the iconic song of the last 20 years. Mm. It's like it's a gigantic song. And I think the reason why it's at number 20, because what's not reflected on the 2004 or 2010 list is really the the um, I wouldn't say sexual revolution. It's more like an identity identity revolution that's happened in the last 15 years about people feel more comfortable to express their sexuality and gender identity, et cetera, et cetera. So that's why I think this song is so high, because like, this is the anthem for this generation and this movement of young, gay, queer, non-binary, trans, et cetera, type of people.
1: Yeah, so I, I definitely re- like remember hearing this song around mm. the time it came out, and I was like, okay. And I was probably like, this is probably a big song for a group of people that I don't really know. Mm. But further looking down the list, as is being like eight, High production, really thought about dance track. For me, it was very glaring that Michael Jackson, uh, a Michael Jackson song, was not in front of it.
2: Well, Mike, unfortunately, Michael Jackson's a fucking pedophile.
1: Yes, but
2: because Michael Jackson, let's be real, he should have five songs in the top fifty. But see, this well, is where
1: fucking rape little kids. Let's. But see, uh, <laughs> let's <be> see. <serious. laughs> well, this is uh, this is this is my. Uh, I believe I a, can a, fly
2: a, should, a, should be at number fucking hundred. <laughs> guess what? That dude fucking enslaved young girls. He's not going to make the list. Yeah.
1: This is this is all. He believed he could
0: pee, more
2: like. Yeah, it's a fucking, like. This is all. You know?
1: That was all I'm saying. If we're just talking, like, on the yeah. straight. Musical, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, it seems that. Yeah, because I'm just, like, looking at it, and I'm like, this makes sense, except it doesn't. Mm. Really, you know what I mean? I'm like, I, I, you know.
2: But that generation, the, like, currently 15 to 25-year-old generation, this is, like. This is the song that like, is a song, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and I was just you know because I thought
2: it was weird too seeing it, and I and but then I thought about that and the social.
1: Yeah, you know, and stuff. definitely glaring that the Michael Jackson isn't on there, but also like if mm-hmm. we're, if you're doing Strawberry Fields in the top five, John Lennon wasn't that great of a dude either. So it's you know, yeah. like, it's where we. You know, yeah. and it's, uh, and that's all I'm saying. It would like, we're, and I know like it gets into that list, but like for me, that was the only one and the only artist that I was like, uh, there's no Michael Jackson in the top 20, like thriller, beat it, mm. Billie Jean. Then, you know, for me, those are huge.
0: That's interesting. That, yeah. That you picked up on that. Cause I didn't even pick up on that. Mm. Like I didn't even think, you know I mean? I didn't think about it, but yeah, you're right. The so. two
2: artists that had so many singles that I think are glaring, uh, Omissions from the top twenty: Michael Jackson and James Brown. Yes, but I think part of the James uh, Brown problem, he has so many s- songs that are all at a similar level of status. That's like, which one do you pick? And also, he's James Brown. He's fucking like crack addicted and beating go. up women, and et cetera, et cetera. So like, you know, maybe he gets a little. You got to drop down because I saw the list. He's he has some in the early thirties, et cetera, and. Yeah. And some, same d- with Michael Jackson. There's, for Mi- there's Michael behavior. Jackson did stuff you, in the, you, th- the 20s and 30s.
1: Did you also notice that I, I think there was more like ch- um, there wasn't as much like Chuck Berry in there, right. as, there as there was Little Richard? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and they were all kind of clustered together. I mean, yeah. we're talking back higher up the list. I think it's within yeah. the top hundred. Yeah. But I was as I was reading down, I think the top hundred. It was just like, oh, they're all just kind of like boom, boom, boom. All boom, the fifties boom, boom, boom. classics. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. all just clumped together. As right. your Little Richard and all them. So
2: you said the Robin one stuck out to you. I'm, this is now your chance. Defend Waterloo Sunset as the number fourteen song of all time. <laughs>
1: oh, do I think it is the number? Four-
2: I would put it at thirty. Thirties, you know, thirties, thirty. I would put That's a- high.
1: 14 (laughs) i would not put it at 14 i would put it at 30 yeah but i will defend it being on the list i think it has a lot to do with um like indie rock Uh, um it's got a lot to do with the like the vocal line being like a sweet Mm -hmm. line what you know what i mean about like the sister and the falling in love and it's like um it's not the beatles i want to hold your hand it's Mm -hmm. a more abstract look at somebody looking at somebody you know falling Mm -hmm. in love um, it's got, like, that great teenage thing to it. Mm-hmm. It's mostly, I think, it, it's the guitar mm-hmm. melody line that has, like, a lot to do with what, like, indie rock would become and, um, you know, that whole genre of music and the the tone of the guitars. Um, but, see, for me, though, like, You Really Got Me mm-hmm. is the King song. That's no, I know, influential. that's Influential. That All one's 14. Right. Right. Like, the guitar line is... Because
2: that's, like, Louie Louie. It's, like, a yes. song that
1: a hundred bands
2: start you know yes uh, yes yes we're yes. like oh, I can make poppy you know catchy but loud and aggressive music,
1: yeah, so I mean, I think it's a if it it's definitely one of those two king songs yeah. I think are the greatest King songs and are influential, but I would like you know you're and right I, I think 30.
2: I think your assessment of why it's number 14 because it's how it impacted bands later, I think that is why it's up there same as Strawberry fields forever because both those songs are like those are songs that bands like tame impala and flaming lips and like the big current lo-fi psychedelic garage rock type yeah. of shit over the last 20 years those are the songs that those bands
1: yeah like that Radiohead anyway. song you had us listening to yep. for the uh the guitar episode yep. like for me that was like the the 90s 2000 mm-hmm. version of strawberry fields like it yeah. has all that kind yeah. of stuff mm-hmm. in it you know yeah. um what do you guys think about that? What do you think about "Give Me Shelter" as the Stone song? I think it's right. You think it's right? I think it's wrong.
0: I think it's wrong. You think it should be "Satisfaction" still? Absolutely. <laughs> I love "Give Me Shelter," but yeah, the... yeah I just I don't know. Eight, I don't know if that's for, the for, gra- for I don't know me, if that's the greatest Stone song. I I don't know. Me, I think "Can't You Hear Me Knocking" or even no. um, yeah, but that's not single. That's
1: no. not single. It's my favorite, but it's not single. Painted Black though painted black is great but for me it's otis redding doing it that's why it's great you know what i mean it's otis redding like you know what i mean verifying that it is a soul classic and the stones did write a a soul classic you're talking about satisfaction yes Down down down, down, down. right right and lyrically it's one of the their best songs because it's it's everything great about being like unhappy Uh, it's you know what i mean it's just that it, nobody wrote like a better like mm. I'm unsatisfied with life. I know the name of the song is Satisfaction, yeah. but yeah. lyrically it's it's br- one of the most brilliant songs ever but, written. Too not right. for
0: nothing though, Give Me Shelter's been covered by like Grand Funk Railroad. Yeah. It's that's another that's a popular covered well and here's style song too. I mean I'm not saying Grand Funk Railroad's up there. You know like obviously no, writing... it is? Give Me
2: Shelter's up higher because look at the list. Uh, over half the list are all social commentary, social justice, revolution Ooh. songs. And Give Me Shelter has such strong ties to anti-war and social change and anti-police brutality, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And you know, homelessness, all all those themes. You look at this list. There, the the 2004 and 2010 list, like the top fifty, were practically all like quote unquote love songs. You know, like, and so Satisfaction, it's a love song, but it's like the longing love song. But that, yeah. it, it is what it comes back to. It's sex, drugs. Party, shake your ass, yeah. thrust your hips, and give me shelter is more in line with "Fight the Power." Change is gonna come, like a Rolling Stone, <laughs> like all the yeah. other top ones are all revolution songs.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: <laughs> like smells, like, you know, smells like Teen Spirit. What's going on? Like literally, o- almost the entire top ten. Yeah, all... yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I mean,
0: how do you guys feel? How did you guys feel about a change is gonna come? Sam Cooke being number three,
2: respect for it yeah it's a top 10 easily so yeah. that's why that's why i wanted to look at this top 20 because this gives you a view of like what's the what's the the list like about. yeah like the food pyramid you know the what's the top triangle mm-hmm. not really like i don't give a fuck what's actually one or three or six or like because that yeah. ends up being subjective yo we don't but even this use collection the food of the pyramid songs pyramid anymore no 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 it's not a thing they no. use a the the plate yeah so it's a pie chart
0: Oh, they went from a pyramid to a pie chart. One
2: one third of it is actual pie. For anybody listening out there, <laughs> <That's> what...
0: <laughs> the dessert portion is yeah. actual pie.
2: Please follow my either my my other health tips on my uh, <laughs> body talk. It's my next body song. talk. It's a podcast where I talk about nutrition Get, and Robin. Yeah, the music called, of Robin.
0: <laughs> it's called Get in the Bat Gym. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I. Could I also spot another song I don't think should be in yeah. the top 100? Oh, yes, please. Bohemian Rhapsody. No,
2: that should you're be saying, top 10. You're saying it shouldn't be in shouldn't the top 100? Shouldn't it be in the top 100? No. Uh,
1: come on. This is why.
2: Boo this <laughs> man.
1: Boo this <laughs> man.
2: Boo. Yo, did you know that Queen, I think, officially is the most streamed artist on streaming services?
1: Yeah, I believe that.
2: I, I mean, that. I'm most streamed band, I should say.
1: Mm hmm. This is why I don't think this, a moment gonna, of silence I'm gonna for this to be really straight. Yep. I feel like by the time that this song came out, which I think is yep. 75 76. Yep. It, this things had been done in rock and roll where this song is the best version of that, but it is not. I think this song is after glory, like, Hmm. influential it is hmm. influential and queen is a great band but the top this is in the top 20 songs of all time bohemian rhapsody by queen
2: i think it's i think cool, it should be top five
1: I don't. I don't know if it should be top five, i think this should I be five with...
2: and then smells like team spirit should be six
1: see i think it, like smells i like agree Teen top spirit 20 but not top five influential but like i don't know and, and like this song bohemian rhapsody I feel like it's a great, cool song, but I don't feel like anybody went out and started a band after listening to it.
0: No, but everybody knows the lyrics every to it, part, regardless of what they listen to. Yeah, and
1: it's, of yeah.
2: And it's one to. of the most musically complicated pop songs of all time. It is, and everyone oh, yeah. knows every part of it. Ma-ma-mia, this is like ma-ma-mia, this ma-ma-mia. is like the peasants in 1880 knowing every Mozart song. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, like, right, right, right. Like it's. Uh, I respect your opinion.
1: I mean, it's, and I just feel like there's like, there's stuff I think is like, so much like, you yeah. know what I mean? That's just,
0: yeah. I so think there's better I, well, shit. Well,
2: let's do this. Let's do a simple substitution. So, cause, because respect for queen being, you know, in this generation is the most streamed band currently. Is there a queen song you would put, maybe not in its place, like literal number, but like, what is the queen song then? If you're going to pick that a queen is, song? it, okay, is, so that it is, is the queen, the
1: queen song. song it's their best song. Yeah. But it's just, I don't think it's, like, top 20 okay. worthy. Because, like, see, for me, the song lurking right outside of the top 20, mm-hmm. which was, uh, with the, well, one of them, the one 21 is uh, Strange Fruit. And I think 22 mm-hmm. is being Be My, My Baby. Baby by the Ronettes, which I feel like is a giant, huge song that also everybody knows all the words to. To the point where that song was parodied, parodied or, or or redone in another hit song where the hook is... Be my little baby again. Hit for Eddie Money. In the yeah, hit. but
2: that was forty years ago.
1: Yeah, but still, <laughs> but still, it's still huge in in culture. You know what I mean?
2: I don't think it currently is. I think it was. Was. I think you are. Yeah, because you're Phil Spector Jr. and it's bigger in your life than it is in the world. You're like Little Richard. Tutti Fruity <laughs> should be
0: number one. I'm, I'm Brian Wilson. Just but I understand there it though. But I hear it, it. Over, and over and over I get when, the great. When I was looking yeah. at no, this it. list though, yeah, you can, there were definitely moments where I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, you're gonna do Little Richard like that? Like he's basically the godfather of rock and roll. You're gonna do Robert Johnson like that? He's literally like the the yeah. hand that gave everybody modern music the way that we know it you know what i'm saying to a certain extent yeah but make this so let's but that's what i mean it's like
2: if this let's say rolling stone made the list of the 500 greatest songs when rolling stone was popping in 19 let's say 1977 they made the list of the 100 greatest songs yeah half that list would be shit from the 40s you know how many songs from the 40s are on this list none yeah because like bob dylan said the times they are changing (laughs) like yeah Let's have "In the Mood" as the number one song. Yeah, right. <laughs> like at one point it was, but like how people, you know, this—that's why they made this update of the list. One to sell more magazines, but yeah. two because it's more reflective on, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How what does the average forty-year-old, I would say, think of music's history in the yeah. last? You know, we go back to mid fifties on this
1: list. I think is the earliest song. Yeah. So that's only sixty-five years. Um. Mm. So I mean, do you, do we feel like there's what what do what do we feel about like the is is that the the even the John Lennon do we think Imagine is in the top twenty songs? I I don't. I'm not. For me personally, no. But me for the for, I'm Not really. But Hugh for John, the world. But for the world, I guess because that's
2: another song. Any every ten year old who plays piano that they know how to play that song. Yeah. yeah. It's it's you know what I mean like <laughs>
1: me and you are like I don't like
0: it. There. Yeah, I don't like it there. No, I also don't like it there. Can we can
2: we let's pause to uh you know just just uh pour out a little bit of cranberry juice for a guy, Dogface four twenty, for for helping to put dreams as the number one number nine song. It's been a year. He did
1: his he, he did, did his, his throwback duty. it's we, been a yeah. year.
2: We thank you for your service, Dogface. Dogface
0: yes.
1: four twenty. You because Dreams. Thank you I mean, for bringing
0: Stevie Nicks back to the Dogface
1: 420 brought Dreams a album that was like 30 years old yeah. into the top 10. 40,
2: four, almost 45 years old.
1: Yes, into the top 10 <laughs> Billboard album charts again and brought Dreams back into the top 20 singles I chart. Know. Yeah. Uh, insane. Thank you TikTok. Thank,
0: <laughs> Thank you TikTok. China. Dude, when I was at my when I was at my cousin's wedding, you know what they fucking played? Dreams. Dreams.
2: <laughs> and Upon further review, though, when I I love Fleetwood Mac, if I'm picking one Fleetwood Mac song to be like, here's a Fleetwood Mac song, you want to listen to this band? This is the one song. Just like Bohemian Rhapsody would be the one I'd play, I would play Dreams. And five years ago, I wouldn't have said that. Because for me, Dreams is like this meditative, it really is only two chords back and forth, and it's very minimal. But you know what? That's like the true hallmark of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Is this ethereal, mystical, like unit of a band that all the pieces just work together like a clock and she wrote the song in 10 minutes
1: it's a great and song it's number 9 but for me mm-hmm. like 300 man I don't think it's that good well
2: take it up with dog face <laughs> I'm taking it up with the dog face um,
1: I got a bone to pick with ocean spray see for me though it's just like I think there's like there's I don't know there's cool yeah. there's other songs that are I think are cooler like the one right behind that Outcast, yeah. Heya, uh, great song. I yeah. think it belongs there. Yeah, it agreed. So, it, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. For me, I'm like, yes, that's an amazing song. That was yeah. like, I yeah. mean, I remember the cultural how big it was. Yeah, I don't know.
2: It's yeah, and it came out 2003, and it's still. That's a song that plays at every. Wedding and bar mitzvah, football and game, football game, and baby yeah. shower for the rest of time.
1: But yeah. you know, looking back now that I'm like saying that maybe mm. dreams is a great song, and I just like because it, it made the to It came back again, mm. like had a double life. Mm. So do you big know, pitch, big picture, right? Big picture. It it really has like this really freaky thing about it that yeah. like touches people to like won't die. Yeah, it like gets this like weird core to people's
0: you know because it's yeah. because it's a black magic song. Because Stevie Nicks is, is a witch.
1: Yeah, it's like infused with some kind
2: of voodoo. Yeah. Because I I she would put like a hex
0: bag in the master. I wouldn't.
2: Most of the times, like five years ago when I was listening to rumors, I would skip it. Because it's four yeah. minutes and it's just kind of
0: back for it. I usually minutes. rock it's out just, to the chain. man. It's, it's like, like was a dreamy.
2: Yeah, me too. Doom. But now I listen to dreams and I'm like, yeah, this is this one holds up. Okay. Oh, cool. uh, how yeah. about so? Can we? Um, can we? go to the man himself the expert the beach boy the sixth beach boy
1: you no you, you guys don't you nobody ever wants to hear my opinion on this this isn't really this beach boys tune um i don't think it's the best beach boys tune it's a great song yeah. but like for me i'm all about like the wonky of like i i just think um you know like wouldn't it be nice is my Beach Boys song oh. thank you be- just because it's more just because like- you love
2: Adam Sandler movies that's why you like it yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um- listen 50 first dates did not
0: receive
1: the awards
2: critical acclaim that, that should have <laughs>
1: yeah. or like I, you know there's.
2: wouldn't <laughs> it be nice though
1: maybe it's wouldn't not wouldn't it be, be nice, nice but see? I just feel like that one is like the the big happy like and I love you know. the intro that
0: like warmly or, like.
1: or actually not wouldn't it be nice burp, burp, I'm sorry it's, it's probably, it's Good Vibrations. Right, because Good sure. Vibrations
2: was, no, oh. it was number six on both the 2004 and the 2010 version.
1: Good Vibrations. And
2: now it's at 53 on this list.
1: It was a double number one in yeah. the UK and the US. It was a giant single, revolutionary. More people know it than God Only Knows. Mm. Um, yeah. You know what I mean?
2: Me personally, Good Vibrations should have been the one. But God Only Knows, to me, is their second best song.
1: Yeah, it's a great tune. Yeah, I it's love that absolutely song. brilliant. I mean I love Pets 'cause it also
2: it has so much of the stuff that good vibrations also has. It has all these the sleigh bells and the little like cup, cup clapping stuff and all the strings and a little Glockenspiel and blah blah blah. And it's it, you know, great melody and structure yeah. and counterpoints and like the tone center shifts because it's like more like classical music than pop music, but yeah, I was I was still thinking that good vibrations would be up there, but I think the reason why it's not up there is cuz good vibrations sounds like a fucking mid 60s doo-wop and I think this current generation is just like, "Eh, fuck rock and roll." Yeah. Like in the way of yeah, because like God and only knows. Back is, in the day,
0: is also sort of like this, like Dreamy, sad, like sad yeah. clownish <laughs> right. vibe. Well, God, know, o- like... God
1: only knows sounds a lot more like today's current like indie right. music, where the instrumentation is yeah. more like recognizable where good vibrations sounds like so sounds like good vibrations it like, sounds like nothing sounds like 50 sci-fi music, <laughs> music meets, meets doo-wop music <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it's the crazy doo it's got like the rock and it's the phil specter thing underneath it it's the cellos and the full i want an army of didgeridoo's <laughs> unless you could <laughs> learn, to... learn how to play the, the fucking third <laughs> Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of the Beach Boys, I watched like a YouTube guy review um, the the Beach uh, the Brian Wilson movie *Love and Mercy*, and he is you know comparing it to how bad he thinks *Bohemian Rhapsody* is, which I agree, and then how like how good of a of a uh, like just judgment on the biopic *Walk the Line* is because it's always like did you did you step in a *Walk the Line* trope? Oh, you did, you know.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, it made me laugh.
1: Because Walk the
0: Line is, like, the one.
1: Bohemian Rhapsody literally yeah. steps in every and trope.
0: Ray, is another one that I thought was really well done. But, yeah.
2: Bohemian Rhapsody seems more like those VH1 movies that they made.
1: <laughs> the Jacksons?
2: Yeah, which are, like, they're good. They're, they're like, like, seven. They're... It's,
0: like, a seven-hour yeah. long. Remember that one?
2: And it's, like, they're good, but they also are, like, TV movies, so they yeah. are kind of yeah. corny. And um, Anyway, we're drifting a little bit. But, yes. um, yeah, I mean, any other... So how about?
0: So I think superstition. Good. Perfect. I think that's good.
2: Purple rain. Purple rain. Right. Perfect. Rain?
0: Crazy in love.
2: Perfect. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I think so. Oh.
1: I would have put a ring on it, guys, but that's just oh, me. Oh, I, I, yeah. I would not have. Uh-oh.
2: Simply because mm. I think that. I think that the feature of Jay Z on this song is what puts it over because I think this mm-hmm. is Jay Z's best feature. I listened to this and I'm like, I know every single. Yo, every single. Album is,
1: I listened to it. Then, over. I listened to it again this morning and it was like, uh, oh my God, I just died when he was like, you love gummy, looks so crazy. Like yeah. <laughs> the ad lib, I was like, that is so funny. Yeah. And, and,
2: and it, it's like, I'm, I think that they had done the Bonnie and Clyde 03 right before this single came out, but this is like putting the stamp on like. The power couple of this generation, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that Shy Lights uh, sample, the horns, is like, that's like the craziest, best soul sample in any pop song. (laughs) Because it just smashes you.
1: Yeah, this whole song is just in your face. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: never gave enough respect. And I thought, you know, do they put it up there? Because it's Beyonce's like debut single as a soul artist, and it's kind of that, but it's like musically, it's like. kicks you with the ass yeah man.
1: yeah it makes me want to and, the, and when the
2: when the horns drop out and it goes uh, 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 it goes uh, uh, all uh, that de- 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 all the percussion yeah. stuff behind yeah
0: i think th- yeah for me this is kind of like the last great sort of blurp of that like hyper pop-ish hip-hop rap crossover right. kind of goodness that right. you got like it's like because what year what year was that
2: 2003
0: Oh, hell yeah! yeah. Come on, that's like per- that's like perfectly nestled in like mm. that, just before everything went to shit in yeah. the rap pop genre. Like, right, last bit of greatness in the early two thousands before everything got like, yeah. well, I I shouldn't say that, I, but everything b- before everybody stopped ripping off like Lil Wayne, right? How,
2: so we're talking we're talking a little bit about the hip hop stuff on the list. I I fully know why it's up there, but do we? do we
1: like the public enemy fight the power? It's a great tune and I like it, but, yeah. um, I don't know if it's the number. I don't know if it's the second, best. I think song it's up there. Time. Cause
2: I think it's the hip hop generations version of what's going on. So I think that's why yeah. it's so high. Yeah. yeah,
1: no, I get that
2: sidebar. I love the production of the bomb squad, uh, which is like, uh, Eric Sadler and the Shockley brothers and Chuck D. And it's like a cacophony of like fucking sirens and soul samples and like break beats and electro like like keyboards and stuff. Yeah. My uncle was part of a hip hop group that was signed under those guys. And he is on singles that were produced by the Bomb Squad. Oh, so it's oh like, shit, yeah. it's great because he grew up in the same area as those guys. So yeah. he was like a protege of the Chuck D crew. Yeah, his, his My uncle's group was thanked in the liner notes of of this album that it appeared on the Fear of a Black Planet album. Huh, pretty crazy.
0: Yeah, this one I get like I get it. But top 2? I don't know. Top 20? Okay, yeah, sure. Right. But top 2, I'm not 100% sure. Just because it's like I don't know, some of these songs like what, you know, what's going on, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um as the example to kind of like A B it with in terms of generationally and all that right. like uh, maybe I'd switch those two. Maybe I'd swap those. Maybe I'd put what's going on as number two, sure. and then fight the power in where what's going like number six. I think it's.
2: I think it was going to be in the top ten. I think it's number two because this generate like the 21st century is pop mu- Hip hop music is pop music. Yeah, and like this is the rebel anthem song, if you will, yeah. of hip hop. So I think because the rest of that top five is all these. Rebellious or like, uh, you know, stake your own claim and stuff kind of songs. Um, Yeah, I kind of was I was hoping that there'd be more female representation, but there are one, two, if you count dreams,
0: three, crazy in love is Beyonce,
2: four female songs in the top twenty, and number one is a female song, and number one is like the female song.
0: Yeah, written by. A man by but, a man, but, but yeah. flipped on his head and or written by thing. men
2: and then performed originally by a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then taken, yeah. and, taken back, and flipped,
0: and and made, kind of redelivered and s- of so much more profound, so much way. better. Yeah,
2: yes. The the R E S P E C T breakdown, the Come on. the bridge instrumental with the King Curtis
1: solo, like that's None of that's on the
2: Otis Redding version. Yeah. I'd,
1: I'd say this is the. Uh, I I definitely don't think this is a uh like this doesn't like chat my ass on the number one song. Mm. I think it's like definitely a number yeah. one tune. Yeah. yeah. Like just culturally too like <laughs> like the obviously the spelling out of the word respect, mm. like innovative, right? Oh yeah. Uh uh calling out of, TCB. Yeah, TCB, the, of T C B Yeah T C B the Yeah like the literal phrasing of a catchphrase yeah. in the middle of the song uh you know mm-hmm. uh also the use of give me my props, propers, another, there's like three (laughs) literal cultural, like, like slang phrases that just come out of this song alone. Right. Right. Which is, and it's all stuff that what
0: she like ad libs
1: during the song. Anyway, it's not
0: like it was like, cause because the Otis version doesn't have any of that stuff.
1: I mean, yeah. like, so, she didn't like come up with like socket to me, but even the socket mm-hmm. to me, yeah. the uh, ki- the props, giving me my Propers, the take, uh, you know, taking care of business. Care of that, that's kind of for me, like the cultural, like this song is, whew, and then to like you guys said, like the flip on its head of the, of the woman, you know, yeah, whoop, you know, demanding respect is like, psh, yeah, I love it. Um,
2: how about Another one, um, I didn't see where further down the list it would be, but another artist I thought could have cracked the top 20, and I guess I see why they didn't, but no Zeppelin. I would have thought oh, that yeah. Stairway to
1: Heaven would have been. Where was Stairway, all in all? I don't do remember? No. It really is sorry. way back there. Uh, see, I was um, hoping for, um, I was like, oh, no, Hendrix. Yeah, I, thought I thought maybe thought, they'd yeah. put something like that. Um, I see further up the list here, like, Do-Wop, that thing. Like, I yeah. thought that could have been a top 20 contender. But I was like, oh. Eh. Yeah. Um, You know. Another
2: um, another Outcast song pretty high, I think it's around 30-ish, is B.O.B., B., Bombs Over Baghdad, which is one of my favorite songs. But, like, that was, like, a hip hop radio single but that wasn't like a pop radio single
1: I was kind of maybe like now that I'm like looking up the list too like I yeah. I mean I don't know I'm an old I'm an old person though so I don't know <laughs> 7 Nation Army is pretty high that's like 32 I you think see I think that's great cuz I think that that's a really like cool oh, out that there song, will song. Never die. um oh like Kanye for cuz I when I saw the public enemy yeah. I was like cuz I thought the same thing I was like obviously it's very like in the moment of yeah. like the, the song is also like you know has a lot to do mm-hmm. with what's happening now but i was like oh, there's no kanye in there like and
2: know. his highest song is 25 yeah which is run away which they, is a big that
1: wasn't a big radio hit though that's why i, I felt like i was like is that the one but that's
2: the song he made after the taylor swift I guess, shit, and i guess but and for me it's high but like if you're picking a kanye song there's a couple more that were bigger i
1: think yeah, uh, like uh, harder, faster, Hard, stronger. Right. Like for me, that's like yep. a huge.
2: And I think that's actually what kicks off the list. I think stronger is number five hundred. Which
1: was like, yeah, yeah. and because when I saw it up there, I was like, okay, like that is a great song, yeah, you know. But you know, and you go further down the list, and you're like, okay, um, Papa's got a brand new bag is in the top one hundred. Yeah, that's in the I think around thirty five or so. Uh, Royals. Very high, very high. That's yeah.
2: a that's a zoomer pick because I think Royals is like a big oh, yeah. song, especially in the generation younger than us. It's number thirty, yep. right. yeah.
0: Um, they... nothing but a G thing? It's number twenty nine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun.
2: I mean, that's a big that was a big song. See, for
1: me, when I thought like
2: Juicy is top
1: thirty because I was like trying to think of like hip-hop that was, like, mm. you know, should have been in there or was, like, super popular, mm. you know? And I was like... For me, because I'm, like, kind of on the outside of that, I was like, oh, I don't even... I don't know. So I was curious. What about the Talking Heads, Once in a uh, Lifetime? In
0: a... <laughs> See, I thought it would be Psycho Killer if it was going to be anything, because nah. that's, like, the pop.
2: I thought it was going to be... um I thought... It... I... I... It, once in a Lifetime is the one where it's, like... It living in a house with a beautiful wife, right? Oh no, that's, that's, uh,
1: See, I can't remember. The... See, but this is this notes, is the whole but... point. If, yeah, if, if, we, if, if, we, if don't we don't know what yeah. the fuck it is, should it be in the top 30? <laughs> Thank you. we are, we are all the collect- authorities. If, coll- if we're collective classic rock fans, pretty much, mo- I mean, I'll leave you in my That one. is the
2: one. You may find yourself living in a beautiful house. You yeah, may who find gives yourself. a shit? No, it's, find- it was big, killer. Man. No, it was... Kiss no. kiss, man. This this was like, this was the anti... Burning down the house. Listen, once in a lifetime was the anti-yuppie anthem during the age of the yuppies. So it was like I the punk. So. It was punk rock for its time.
0: <laughs> have <laughs> some <No>. respect. <laughs> have no, some so respect. Listen, I have. Re- I have, have some,
2: have... some R- <laughs> RSBCT. I have the some. Ta- re- listen, I have. Res- listen, I respect
0: heads. the heads. <laughs> I respect the heads, but it's just. Um. But, but the, you know, do you put you you, you put that oh. after also
1: James also Brown and the Little Richard and the Bowie tune being heroes. heroes?
2: What song would it be though? <sighs> no. <laughs> no 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 <I> w-
1: <laughs>
2: what would it be then
1: uh it would de- it would have to be something <laughs> off of space Oddity? Off- see but yeah that's a, I like- mean
2: but you already got Waterloo <laughs> Sunset up there. You can't have Space <laughs> Oddity. I do,
1: but for me, it, it's definitely so the greatest songs,
0: not the weirdest,
1: sleepiest songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably like songs. it's probably Starman, like or, or Space Oddity. You know,
2: only the Dewey Cox <laughs> version though.
1: <laughs> Life on Mars. For me, the yeah. the, the moon the Moon Man song thing is Bowie, and everybody kind of took yeah. that. Like, yeah, that's true, though. So You're not wrong. Moon yeah, Moon Man songs afterwards. <laughs>
2: moon Man moon songs.
1: Man. Everybody laughs at me when I say Moon Man. Moon Man! <laughs> <laughs> He's like L. Ron
2: Hubbard in 1951 <laughs>
1: talking about sci-fi and
0: Moon Man. No, I hear it, though, because not for nothing, we we yeah. talked about it, and if you look back on like the variety shows and I all know, that, know, like there's probably. a reason why it's in the Dewey Cox thing, because it's, like, it's kind <laughs> yeah. of Kind of true but, you know what i'm saying right. like people were covering like the bowie shit <laughs> like country music yeah, artists are right. covering david bowie like right
2: but heroes once again
0: the, but, yeah, look, is look, that the one
2: but look at the list man it's all revolution songs heroes has such ties <sighs> to the berlin wall that's why it's so
0: high I'm, i get it i guess but fucking tiny Dancer. i don't personally agree with that.
2: <laughs> tiny dancer i mean that's the ellen john song though if you're picking one ellen john song
0: yeah, and Elton
2: John. Let's be real, man. Candle in the he, wind. Has, Candle
0: he has in the fucking wind. he has, t- he has 10 Diana. songs that should be in the top five
2: hundred, and he probably has three on the list, maybe. Yeah,
0: Elton John.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But I mean, The Temptations, "My Girl" at forty three. Great redemption song at forty two. Joy Division at forty one. Uh,
1: listen, I, th- I listen. I, the T-shirt sales alone, I don't care. I've I'm, <laughs> I'm not a fan. I don't really listen to it. But Love you spark yeah yeah if you want... i don't know enough i don't know
0: enough about it to, to give a they've a, sold a...
1: enough t-shirts to have one
2: yeah go in a dark room and put it on you'll know enough soon enough
1: every time i go in the record store and i'm like this is yeah. sad i'm like "This is probably joy division that was
2: a, that was a shirt i was gonna buy it was the joy division cover and it said steely dan
0: <laughs> i just love the fact that the closest Jimi always... hendrix gets to number one is, is the his a song Dylan song um oh it was
2: not purple haze it was watchtower
0: yeah it's all on the watchtower at number forty,
1: and for me purple haze is the that's the one yeah, yeah. It, absolutely
0: it's uh, the uh, one that we all learned like when we all started learning how to play guitar bam bam bam, and bah,
2: it's track one on his debut album,
0: yeah, there's literally strains of weed named after it, yeah
2: <sighs> um. Any uh, Freak on a Leash, did they make the cut?
0: Oh, man. Listen, if it was my list... <laughs> did, uh, ring a did, the <laughs> did,
2: did Youth of the Nation by P.O.D. make the uh, list? <laughs> no. We are, we
1: are did that... Down with the Sickness make the list?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh. <laughs> 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 <gasps> uh, Billy Eilish's bad guy made the list.
2: Okay, good.
1: What Pretty... number? I like that. I don't know what number it is. I'm on the... Um... I'm on the spot. So I assume that
2: has to be the most recent song that made the list. Because that came imagine. out two years ago.
1: See, um, yeah, you know, or like Little Wing by Hendrix is a little further back. Okay. Sp- Space Oddity is also on the list. Yeah. It's just, I get the top 20. It's, mm. you know, and also like, you know, it's what people want to throw out there too, yeah. to the, you know, what's happening now, I guess, you mm. know.
0: But yeah, I, not for nothing. Even like with the Beatles too, because I'm like, I'm you know, I'm looking and I'm going through and it's like, Beatles are sprinkled in all over the place. Yeah, there were like 11 beetles. are sprinkled yeah. in kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm.
1: Do you think in uh, uh, the maybe another 10 years if we get another updated list uh maybe the Steely Dan is going to make a further comeback into the mm. into the top 20 because I feel like definitely not top 20 you don't think so I think Steely Dan is on a Fleetwood Mac style renaissance oh, that I is gonna so. take a TikTok Ugh. it's only gonna take a TikTok
2: to I'm gonna start recording my videos now It's instead of a skateboard it'll be me on a sk- Razor scooter listen to Steely Dan <laughs>
1: <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a leisure suit <laughs> Drinking <laughs> drinking root beer floats. flat <laughs> Drink- <Yeah. laughs> cows all day. <laughs> at the end you throw up after
0: at the end of every one you throw up all over the razor scooter. Um
1: is there Steely Dan on the list? Did it I make the list? Know. Yes, um Deacon Blues
2: Deacon Blues probably in like is the 300s. Beyond, right behind
1: Take It uh right behind Paint It Black and uh Mob Deep's Shook One Part Two. Oh, okay. Oh nice. So you know it's a... Uh, Oh, you on the list you 2s with or without you Come on have with some respect the
2: They were the biggest band in the world for a decade I'll It give is no. it give no. is I'll the respect. best it is the best U2 song I bet there's more than one U2 song. I, bet I remember one is definitely on the list. I
0: had a conversation with a guy yep. that I used to talk to that used to work at FYE back when FYE was the thing, and I remember yeah. being like, "Oh, finally a guy story. that I can talk about music with." And then he told me that he went on tour and followed U2 across the entire. He, he, was like, he talking North to you in, a, in an
2: affected Irish accent too? No, <laughs> yeah.
0: no, 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 no. He, he talked like, oh, like, nice. like that. Like he was going through a line six to light pedal. Yeah, exactly. He sounded like the edge plugged into his ass. Um, so, but I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm done here. I just don't, I can't do you two. Yeah, but and you... they just leave such a bad taste in my mouth. And then anytime I talk to somebody who tells me they'd like you two, I immediately start disliking that person. Because I'm like, Ugh, if you like but you two, I don't you like need, you.
2: You need to shine the mirror back on yourself. Because you know what? I know. You, you I know. love fucking like Ted Nugent and Kiss and fucking bullshit. Don't you dare. <laughs> don't you dare bullshit. speak ill of the Motor City Madman. <laughs> How dare you? And like you 2 is a band. How dare you? That like inspired. Like this dude inspired people to like follow them on a pilgrimage when they made their, like, stadium <laughs> anthems about spirituality Listen, the, ed-
0: the Edge never came out on stage in a loincloth and <laughs> shot a flaming arrow into a great white buffalo. I don't want to hear <laughs> shit.
2: Oh,
1: uh, what, my favorite thing about this is, this is Mike's intervention of, like, hey, man, like, you listen to some shit that a lot of people don't like. Yes, no, oh, I yeah. know,
0: I know, I know. No, yeah. I know this. I do, I do. So funny. I say it's so funny, but that's the hilarity of yeah. it, is it's the irony, and that—that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. these lists, at to a certain degree, show you how much how full of shit your music opinions <laughs> yeah. are sometimes, and being like, "Oh, like I how have... limited your view, be- right, 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 right." Or yeah. even like my understanding yeah. of music and how it affects popular culture right. and all that stuff, because I'm just like,
2: "Cause you know. you're over here fighting for Little Richard, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, Hey baby.' <laughs> it's like, but the dude made music 80 years ago. <laughs> it's like,
0: listen." <laughs>
2: So to wrap to wrap it up, I think you know wrap it up. we'll we'll see. I bet they're going to make this list again in twenty thirty. Yeah. So we're going to see what happens then, and, and maybe we'll see the return of Little Richard. Well, I bet Lil Wayne will be way higher than Little Richard. Tooty uh, <laughs> uh, <tutti> fruity. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, these lists are uh, so much fun. And also, guys, if you just put these on shuffle, they're all banger songs. So yeah, it's yeah. also fun to do Also, that. I
0: don't know if we mentioned it, but Stairway to Heaven is number 61.
1: Okay. What's
0: 69? Uh, I'll tell you in a sec. Hold on. <laughs> Wang, bang, sweet, sweet boom, boom tang. Bang. <laughs> Of course. Come on. What
2: do you think number 69? <laughs> it's Taylor Swift, actually. <laughs>
0: all Too what, Well. What song did she uh, get? All Too Well.
2: Oh, oh, a song that nobody can fucking sing in this room. Twenty
0: twelve.
1: I'm a shake it off guy. Yeah.
0: Suspicious Minds was number seventy, though. Oh.
2: Great fucking tune.
1: Great, great fucking tune.
2: Yeah, I saw. I saw that. <laughs> it is. Rest in peace. Hound Elvis. Dog dropped out completely. They have the Big Mama version of Hound Dog instead.
1: I think it's appropriate.
2: I think so too. But Hound Dog was like eighteen or something. The Elvis yeah. version. Yeah.
1: That's like the worst version. I don't know yeah
2: times are changing Ugh. so anyway yeah like luke said the a good thing to do go on Spotify or other streaming things people have made playlists with the 500 songs just put it on shuffle man open your mind you'll hear a lot of music you've never heard before and you'll be reminded of a lot of great songs that you have heard yeah and you're like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. There's a reason it, this it's on the list
0: and it is it's it's a fun thing to just go yeah. down the list and check out and you know have fun with and stuff so yeah yeah it's worth uh it's it's worth entertaining it if you take your music you know, seriously, and you enjoy, you know, you think you have a good taste in music? More prints.
2: Not enough prints on the list.
0: Real? I feel like there was so much prints.
2: There can always be more. <laughs> oh, get out of here. You need to
0: purify yourself in the <laughs> waters of Lake Minnetonka with that.
1: Uh, oh, for me, more James Brown. I agree with you. Yes, Game. Definitely.
0: Blouses. Blouses. <laughs> good ball. <laughs> let's do good ball.
1: All right. What did he
2: say? I wish I could say the same about you and your crew of flunkies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> On that note. Flip. On that note. Uh, we need to hear from our... Um, pay the bills. Yeah, we need to pay the, pay the bills and hear from our, our lovely sponsors. Yes,
0: yes. So let's do that, and we will return shortly.
1: This episode is brought to you by coffee.
0: Every episode, hop life brought to you by coffee.
1: Have you ever felt
2: emotions? Then do we have the podcast for you. Feel Feelings is a weekly podcast where comedians Danny Getz and George Bruderman sit down with some of the funniest, emotionally distraught people, i.e. comedians, they know, and talk feelings. Every Friday, hear very funny people reminisce on Ren and Stimpy, worry about the Wizard of Oz, and emote over their emo phase. Check out Feel Feelings with Danny and George, a show about feelings and the things that make you feel them.
0: Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed the word from our sponsors. Today, we are covering the Rolling Stones' greatest songs, and we would like to finish the podcast... (laughs) I'm like, where are you going with this? We already talked about that. I know, I know. We already (laughs) talked about that. But just to recap, that's what we talked about. Because that's what you do. (laughs) That's what nobody does. No. So we thought we would end the podcast with another album.
2: Election. album review this is album Luke, review
0: Luke's choice Luke's choice and Luke why don't you tell us what your album review choice was
1: uh I chose songs the Lord taught us by the cramps the debut album from 1980 um I have never listened to this album we're trying to do albums that we have never yeah. listened to um mm-hmm. I might have listened to this album once a long time ago but sure. I couldn't remember listening to it so um, I just
0: think it's really nice where it's like Brian Setzer meets the Misfits. <laughs> listen, listen. I wanted to do
1: this. You know,
2: I, I thought of them as spooky B-52s.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the spooky 2s. For a couple of reasons, I want to do this record. One, yeah. because the producer on this record oh, is yes. very interesting. Yeah. Alex Chilton of um, Big Star oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. produced this record. It was recorded at Sam Phillips' Sun studios yeah. in Memphis. Yeah. Um, also Man, sure. wanted to do this record because it is, um, it's just a, well, one, because also it, is Halloween. Please, it it's, is Halloween. It's spooky. Um, <laughs> and this band is like, I don't know. I feel like it's always one of those bands that like is in, influenced everybody. But like, I've, like mm-hmm. I've never listened to, or like, I don't really know anybody that's into the Cramps. So
2: they were the band. Here we that, are. They originated the term psychobilly. Um yes. Yes. And uh like we have made jokes about they are very much rooted in a kitschy campy version of horror sci-fi influenced rockabilly like early rock and roll type music. Um I listened to it on my first listen. I was like, "Good God, I don't really want to do this right now" because <laughs> I was just not in the right headspace. I had like worked all day. I had gone on a nice, beautiful nature ho- nature hike, and then I'm driving home and I'm listening to this, and I'm like listening to songs where it's like, "I'm a vampire, you're a vampire, we are vampires," and you're like, "Oh my God!" Um, but I have to say, this is a really great album. It is very unique and very. Um, can I thought it was I thought it was really great. It, it had a lot of throwbacks to those the like the Link Ray music, the the real rockabilly and early rock and roll stuff. It reminded me of like the soundtrack to a John Waters movie. Have you guys ever seen Cry Baby with Johnny Depp? It sounds like all that mo- all the music used in that movie cuz it, it it's this like very like Rocky Horror Picture Show yes. type of thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Um and musically I I found it Actually, like, very interesting, very cool. And, like, I liked how they commit to all the werewolf and vampires and space people and Martian and UFOs and all that stuff.
1: B-movie. Yeah. Like,
2: I love the B-52s. So, like, this really was like if the B-52s needed an exorcism done on them. I (laughs) It's, like, it's so similar.
0: (laughs) Um, Can I just read the names real quick? We have... (laughs) Lux Interior. Lux Interior, Poison Ivy Rorschach nick knox and brian gregory yeah so i like how some people sir brian gregory Gregory. i like how some people committed to like having a stage name and brian's like nah and they look like i'll just be brian lux interior looks
1: like a a skinny like frankenstein yeah and poison ivy looks like catwoman the
2: guitarist is the guy who looks like a
1: fucking the crypt
0: keeper the one right yeah him. in the center yeah yeah so yeah, yeah i that, was like who, that's not lux
2: interior that's the other guitar player
0: i was gonna say who is the vampire iggy pop on the album so cover? that's nicky knox or whatever he said his name was nicky <laughs> knox nick knox um yeah uh knock knock motherfucker
2: i i enjoyed it i mean
0: yeah it was fun it was a fun it was a fun yeah. record especially to like lead into october with right you know um i mean we were just shout out to our autumn uh albums yeah Episodes we did from last week. This would, I think, this would have gone right on. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I like um, like things I like about this record is the it's. It took like the punk rock stuff that was happening at the time and really just like took. I mean, with the early rock and roll influence, and this just took it to like the obscure record collecting like fever dream. Hmm. Um, and it has like a lot of obscure references in it. Like even the original songs have like Link Ray riffs in it and stuff like that. Um, like stuff I really liked on this, uh, the song "I'm Cramped," which was basically mm. like an old school, like um, like the Rolling Stones have one where they go like "I'm stoned" and mm. then they just keep playing. It's just like the one phrase, <laughs> um, tequila kind of thing mm. um, that I really liked on there. Um, also, like the closing track on this, uh, "Fever." giving like a jazzy like they did like a jazz standard in Mm. a punk rock um like it um like a gloomy punk rock yes like weird organ and like haunted house type
2: of shit yeah Mm. and it
1: just adds a whole nother texture to that song um other stuff on here like the um the original one of the originals um teenage werewolf um the braces on the fangs thing like just bringing it into like the the uh, Chuck Berry teenage mm. fantasy dream with like the spooky werewolf B movie shit. I think that whole combination is amazing. Um, yeah, and uh, the cover "Rock Rock on the Moon" is mm. I love that. Uh, that was like I, hearing that when I was like, "Oh, that shit, that's awesome!" And then learning it was a cover, listening to the original, super cool.
2: I like the uh, my favorite tracks were "I Was a Teenage Werewolf" and um, I like "Mystery Plane" a lot it starts with that like flanged out guitar drone thing mm. that's then just like goes the whole
1: time and then um, also great pun on the elvis original rockabilly to mystery train oh yeah which i was like oh that's dope like yeah you know, that's i thought that was cool like taking the, mm. the M- musically
2: just like the b-52s no bass player on this album I, at different times in their history they had a bass player but this is just vocals, drums, and two guitars. One guitar, oh d- yeah, one guitar does more of the like slamming, just droney chords, and the other does like a walking bass line kind of. Dun, 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 I feel that
1: like thing. that's why it makes you feel so uneasy. Yeah. Did you get psychedelic vibes from this as well? Yeah,
2: I mean, a little because bit of everything.
1: As for being like a pretty yeah. much straight up like rockabilly record. It was, I mean, like rockabilly with fuzz and shit. But yeah, there's still was super yeah. psychedelic because I felt like it didn't have any bass. It leaves you in this kind of like,
0: woo! well, and they they're, they weren't afraid to use effects as well. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Like, the, I mean, really, like when you think of rockabilly in in terms of like effects, all I think of when it comes to rockabilly is maybe that quick slap back to like, because you get that and it slaps right back. But they're not afraid to. Throw in like that crazy fuzzy vibe too, and stuff. So, you know what I mean? So like they,
1: I also thought the there was a little bit
0: more flavor. There was a, a different flavor of that sort of rockabilly, you know. And I feel like they definitely, what you had said uh, earlier, Jeff, where they're they're credited to. It's rockabilly, but what's the word? Psychobilly. Psychobilly, which is just scary rockabilly, right? Right. I mean, it's like I, 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 I could picture one of these songs in a Rob Zombie movie.
1: Put it that way. Mm. I like the vocal delivery too, with the slapback echo shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's played with that really heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just love it, and I like where the album was recorded in the heart place of where this music was influenced, right. even though that town had no idea about like what they were doing or what the, what they were trying to accomplish artistically. You said it was in
0: Memphis. Yep. Yeah, Sun Studios, and the album came out nineteen eighty.
2: Eighty. Of of a fun thing doing some research. One of their earliest tours, they were the supporting act for the Police. Yes. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the, this band opening up for like just hitting it, Police? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where they're doing like white boy reggae kind of like post punk stuff.
0: Yeah. And these like very strange.
2: These vampires come these out. These vampires of stage
0: come out of come out of, come out
1: of with, po- with pompadours and white face paint on. Yeah. <laughs> like, Did you guys? And they're have- from the south too. Which <laughs> yeah. is even more like. Did you guys happen to check out um, their the Tear It Up live like no. video no, no. from this uh, from 1980 in this era? They were mm. featured in a movie. I'll show it to you guys afterwards. Uh, and anybody listening to this, I feel like you should check it out. It is one of the most rock and roll, like, sexual, like, deviant <laughs> moments of mm. all time. Lux Interior is wearing black leather pants that show, like, the line right down to his junk. Yeah. And he's, like, he has the microphone in his mouth, like, <laughs> simulating oral sex. And the whole thing is, like, it's intensely, like, what the fuck? <laughs> sexual it nature. is great it is um, it's very well, sexual mm, it's pretty good
0: luke would you prefer an animal or nature reference <laughs> or a sex <laughs> reference and two
1: nature, animals please. are
0: two, two animals are having sex um yeah.
2: yeah i i think this this is music that if you like uh early rock and roll and if you like both early rock and roll and the adams family because <laughs> <you should check laughs> it's you know it's like a good
1: mash of the two for fans of the misfits yeah, original. Misfits. Misfits? Oh, I like this so much also- more than
2: the Misfits. Yeah. Oh, so much more. Oh, see, I it's like got. That. Because it's not doomy it's not gloomy. This has it's, like just it's, spooky. It's spooky, but it's not gloomy. There's a fine it. line between spooky yeah. and <laughs> gloomy. gloomy.
1: I also like how this like the misfits, there's no like weird sexuality in yeah. it at all. It's more of like punk rock like mm. um mat like machoism right. where this has like a bunch of weird sex in it. Like yeah. that's why I it's it's yeah. got like that more interesting vibe. It
0: reminds me of when they're when in Interview with the Vampire, they're living in the <laughs> South. Yeah. They're living in, like, Louisiana, right? Or something like that. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yes, this is a Southern vampire band. Also, yeah.
1: great album title name. Songs the Lord
0: talks. <laughs> <us. laughs> and by it's the old. Lord, they mean Dracula. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Dark Lord. <laughs> the Dark Lord. Voldemort, man. <laughs> yeah. Voldemort. It's, uh, Nosferatu. The Dark Lord
2: yeah. approaches. It's, it's definitely an appropriate album for this time. Very halloween Yeah, I enjoyed it. I used
1: to own a a white label promo copy of this album on vinyl and I sold it like an idiot. Oh, never really got into it. Bummer summer, Luke.
0: Now you're back into it. What
1: are you going to do? I know. I've had a couple of records like
0: that that I've let go. So check it out.
1: Enjoy it.
2: Worth the spin, definitely. Yes. And it's only maybe like, you know,
0: 38 minutes. It
1: was 37, I think. That's like right in that sweet spot me and you talked 37 about minutes zero. and
0: 53 yeah. seconds yeah
1: so there you have it the
0: cramps songs the lord taught us
2: my pick comes next week
0: yes jeffrey's pick is next week uh and uh yeah definitely check out the uh the rolling stones top 500 yeah. songs list too for a good time and uh just listen to the cramps while you do it yeah um So, yeah. Anyway, don't forget to like and follow and subscribe on all social media platforms. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. Mm Choo-choo. Until next time, get in the garage.